This episode of the Franchise Marketing Show was filmed at the National Franchise Exhibition, so there might be some background noise, but I assure you the video you're about to watch or the podcast you're about to listen to is absolutely fantastic, so enjoy. So, welcome to the Franchise Marketing Show. We're at the NEC for the National Franchise Exhibition. I'm joined by Amrit Dalawal from Wolfinch. Hello. Hi, Mark. How are you doing? I'm good, yeah. How are you? Yeah, good, thank you. How's the show going so far? It's my first one, and we're having a great time. Yesterday was super fun, spoke to loads of people, so lots of buzz. I love the energy. Nice, yeah, and lots of people coming over to the stands. Yeah, I think home care is such a, a hot market at the moment. Um, there's there's a handful of players, but I think it's really interesting how people are, are, are quite drawn to the market. So I think we're getting a lot of interest uh, overall. How long have you been franchising now? So I was a franchisee yeah. and now franchisor. So I've been franchising for the last three or four years, basically. Yeah. So I think we saw that first one in December 2019. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's just been upwards ever since. It's quite recent, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But I've been, it's been going on in my head for about a 10-year period, right? Yeah, so yeah. the last decade has been very much planning. So, yeah. Have you found that people recognize Wolfinch as a brand now as well? Absolutely. And that's so... It's so wonderful, but also quite interesting how with the right level of marketing and effort and you know, just being present, you can make the name mean something, yeah. right? And that's that's so, I find that such a wonderful thing. It's something I've noticed from the outside is Wolfinch pops up a lot. Is that right? Yeah, great. so it's good to see. Like, oh, I if see the professionals are saying it, that's yeah, great. Yeah, that's good, <laughs> nice. So tell me a bit about Wolfinch and what, what, what do you do? So Wolfinch is a home care operation. We provide home care to over 18s, but our bread and butter is obviously 65s, mental health and so on. So we do everything from you know half an hour a week to 24 hour living care. And we've got locations up and down the country. So I think our furthest north is Edinburgh, furthest south is Southampton. And we are really enjoying what we're doing. I think our franchisees are wonderful and they love being great leaders and the culture piece is so important for us because care staff are really at the forefront of what we do. So yeah, that's uh, that's kind yeah. of it. What's the typical background of franchisees that become a, like a Wolfinch franchisee? That's a great question. Now you'd think it's, oh, you need to be a carer, you need to be from care background and so on. But actually we've got franchisees for that you know, one that was a, a former equities trader, a lawyer, um, someone that used to work in retail. And uh, you know, obviously there's various people from care, but actually it's anyone that is, I think, someone that's got management experience, someone that has got some leadership qualities, and someone that is actually willing to follow a system. It, it always mesmerizes me when there is a good quality system and franchisees come in and say, oh, no, no, I'm going to do it this way and so on. So I think, you know, get to a couple of million in revenue and then we can start looking at change. And then like, what kind of support does, do you provide us from head office? Yeah. Um, and then what kind of support do the other franchisees provide for each other as well? Yeah, that's great. You know, and I mean, having been a former franchisee, for me, the support is actually the fundamental thing. Um, and so I've really invested heavily into the support team, support functions. We've got some of the best people in the country that work for us, and they are, you know, from the operation sides, from the finance side, from the compliance side. And so we've got different people that wear hats on, on different things that are really out there providing, you know, one-to-one -one bespoke support to franchisees because different people need help on different things. Someone might be from a marketing background, but they won't be so great on compliance. Someone might be from a compliance background, but need help on how to look at a business plan and so on. So it's really intricate. 
we have a, a kind of roadmap from, from you know, the moment that we speak to someone that you know, gets up to a couple million and wants to sell. So it's, it's all that. And then, you know, I'm really big on network. I think that the culture of the network is really paramount to any successful franchisor. And so I, I really uh, stress the kind of networking across the network. So we do at least one thing every quarter in person where all franchisees are invited. It's like a mini conference. Yeah. And we've got the you know, annual bash, the proper annual conference. Um, alongside that, it's you know just a loads of things for registered managers and training and workshops online and oh, it's just there's loads of it. So they're always with each other. So it, it creates a culture where you can just pick up the phone to your neighbour and say, oh, hold on a second, I'm doing this and how, how's that working for you and so on. And, and that is just super cool. And then when a franchisee joins, what does a typical day look like? And then I've got a question sort of following up on that. So like, what does a typical day for a franchisee look like? What, once they're actually trading? Yeah, once they go in and they're up and running. I, I think it's, it's kind of wearing different hats, but having a systemized approach to the whole thing and thinking, well, you know, you might start the morning with a management meeting with, you know, whether it's one member of staff that you've got or several, but I think it's really important to offer any business that you've got, like a two million pound business and think, right, okay, we're going to have a focused meeting, whether that's 15 minutes, look at our scorecard, what's going on, what do we need to do, you know, what's, what's going to escalate. Then moving into, you know, maybe some recruitment activity, uh, some, some culture stuff that might happen there, um, going off and doing some business development and networking. So your, your day is very varied and that's great fun. Um, and, and it's really, I'm very much around infrastructure and management and teaching people how to manage. And, and that really is, is kind of the key thing for me. And how does their day develop? Like from, say, if they, when they started to jump five years in the future, what does like, an established franchisee look like? At that point, you know, it, it, it becomes very much, you know, all the chess pieces are out. And, and so they become very much into that kind of management bit of thinking, right, okay, what's going on over there? How are we developing on that side? And it's very strategic. But I think the networking business development always continues. When I was a franchisee, you know, I, I was the last person to meet any carer that would join because I was thinking, you know, they're going to be wearing my name, you know, and that's really important to me. So when I was a franchisee, I would uh, do the last four minutes of every interview and just say, right, great, happy to have you or, or maybe not for whatever reason and so on. So I think there's, there's a lot of that. And so very much in that culture leadership piece and the strategic growth. And I think, you know, I don't think we talk about it as an industry, certainly in the home care sector enough, but I think the culture and leadership is fundamental to any level of success. And, and, and you know, I've spent years learning, developing, getting coaching and so on. And I think um, I, I really recommend that for all of our franchisees. And we do a lot of that work with them. Is it when you, when franchisee, like potential franchisee comes to you, are there any like red flags where you think they should not? Yeah. be a franchisee so what kind of people should not apply yeah i think you know entrepreneurialism is about taking risk and if you're not a risk taker uh you know i, I don't think entrepreneurialism is for you so i think f that's the first kind of the first piece but moving forward from there i think you know if someone doesn't have any management skill or any leadership skill you know i've said no to a lot of people i say no to most people that i meet i must mm. say actually we, we get hundreds of people that to be a franchisee um, but we award licenses to very few people who are super super selective i think you know the last 12 months i've said no to about 16 people which is you know brutal but actually um you know it's it's a, a, a very 
special thing. Yeah, from, from, like you said, you they're know. wearing your name. They're wearing yeah. their name, you know, and, and, and it's about, you know, every other franchisee feeling proud of wearing that name. So we're only saying yes to the right people. So I think yeah. management skill and leadership skill, but also I think, you know, what is the reason that they're doing it? You know, because you can earn a crust out of anything. But, you know, to work in, in the care sector, I think you, you fundamentally need to be somebody that actually cares. And it's yeah. not just about pennies and pounds. Um, and, you know, and, and most people that come to us have some sort of story and, you know, are thinking about, well, I was taking care of my nan, I was a family carer, I saw a lot of it. And, you know, for me, I'm Indian, right? So culturally, service is, is a huge thing for us, you know, taking care of elderly people and so on. I mean, that is something that just runs through my blood. You know, it's, it's a massive thing. And so I think you know, it really uh, resonates with me personally. And, and I, I look for that with other people. Cool. Should we go on to the quick fire questions? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Cool. Let's get them out on the phone. Uh, so first question is, um, if you were to become the franchisee of any other brand, who would it be and why? I think that's a good question. Um, quick fire run. McDonald's, because I really look up to how the brand supports franchisees. You know what, out of all the people I've interviewed so far, no one said McDonald's. Is that so right? Far, I yeah. think from a franchising perspective, you know, that is the, the kind of, you know, the, the, the blue tick of Instagram, right? So Yeah, so right, that's yeah. That's the one everyone thinks of. Yeah, like I mean, that that's what I have tried to emulate for our support and so on. And so, um, you know, it's, it's, it, when we're talking purely as a franchise operation, I think they, they, they do quite, something quite wonderful. Who in the sector do you admire or are inspired by and why? Um, I was having a drink last night with Trevor Brocklebank and, and I, I really um, find him an inspirational character. I think what he's done for the sector um, and also within franchising is, is very cool. And uh, yeah, so absolutely very much inspired. Cool. If you could change anything about the franchise sector, what would it be? I think the level of support the franchisees get having been a franchisee i think you know i take that very personally i feel like um wh when i s look at the support that we provide for our franchisees i i feel very much like the unloved child that overloves and i think there needs to be a, a proper thought that goes into the sector across the board as uh, the quality and quantity of support the franchisees getting and then looking back at your career in franchising what's the most surprising thing that you found out about franchising the most surprising thing I found out about franchising, I think, oh gosh, that's, how, how long is a podcast? <laughs> I, I think there's so many different things, um, but the, the, how, how close-knit the community is in franchising internationally. So I've spent a lot of time in the States, here, and actually everyone knows everyone. And, and that's great, it's super cool, because it means that you can learn so much, but the amount that people are willing to give back to franchisors, and, and actually, I feel the same way. You know, if someone came to me and said, Amrit, can, can you give me a hand? There was someone that's, uh, we, we stand F110, and behind us are uh, some, some new guys. And, and, you know, I spent some time with them. And I'd love to kind of do that with more people because people have done that with me and, and are continuing to do mm -hmm. that. That's it, yeah, interesting, nice. Um, if you could, ch uh, no, I've done that one. Reflect, I've uh, done that one as well. <laughs> what do you enjoy most about being part of the franchise community? how you can change lives on all levels. We change lives on the level of carer, client, families, but franchisees. You know, we've got one of our franchisees and, and it really resonates with me because I've got young children and I was at his house and we were doing a filming day. And I said to his wife, how do you feel about this? And, and it was, uh, his wife's name's Amy uh, and the franchisee's Ian and, um, and Ian's a former equities trainer. And when he 
was working as a trader, he was just out the whole time. But his wife said to me, she wasn't talking about the new car and the house and all of that stuff. What she said to me was, our kids are better at playing football, so we've got three boys. Kids are better at playing football because Ian's around them. For me, that's it. You know, that is why I do yeah, what I do. Because I could absolutely just open multiple locations myself, but being a franchisee, you can impact more lives. Yeah, that's really nice. Yeah, hearing like little stories like that must yeah. like really give you a... Like oh, just, uh, it really, even saying it now gives me a warm Yeah, I had little chills then. Yeah, yeah that's nice. Um, what one thing do you... Uh, um, Adam wrote these questions, so they're not very well <laughs> written. It's Adam's fault. Really, <laughs> what one thing do you think franchising could do as a sector to raise awareness of itself? I think more events, more education events. I think the BFA do quite a great job of that, and I think um, they're doing a lot of work with incoming franchisees and their certificates and so on. So I think more of that, more of what they're already doing, it would be yeah. great because I think there is a good community. I think the, the leadership uh, uh, team at the BFA is brilliant and they've really rebranded. They're, they're very now, they're very 2023, which is great. And I think, you know, just, just leveraging that and doing more educational work for incoming franchisees, current franchisees, for franchisors. You know, the more education we can get as a sector, the better. I, I do a lot of reading, go to a lot of conferences. I implore my franchisees to do the same thing. I travel, go internationally for it, and just look for what is sort of, you know, platinum standard. But I think, you know, we've got so much at home here and so much IP and intellectual uh, uh, people that are here that we should leverage that more. And you are very present online as well. Like I see you all the time, like, popping up and stuff. So it's like you're a constant reminder, like, Wolfinch and Amrit. And, like, yeah. So you're always there. So I'm that's always good, though, because, yeah. like, I'll never forget you. Yeah, yeah. Well, if you, it's like, if oh, you I, know you, care I feel like going, I know right? you as well after that. So, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. No, great, yeah. Uh, what lead source, this is the final question, what lead source works best for you um, in recruiting franchisees? I think the best lead source is, is referrals and word of mouth. Um, for me, that's the, the, the highest quality and conversion ratio is probably the best as well because you, you want to go where your buddies are. Cool. And then what's the best way for people to get in touch with you? They'll find out more. From all different uh, angles. Um, if they want to hear about us, go to www.wolfinchfranchising.com. I'm Amrit Daliwal, QFP on LinkedIn. And, yeah, you can basically find us anywhere, really. So uh, just, just type in Wolfinch and, and we're there. Cool. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. Really thank appreciate you. it. Thanks for having Cheers. me. Cheers. Great. Cheers. Enjoy the rest of the show as well. You too. Cheers.